What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Dogbot. What's up? Not much. It's a wonderful day. Right on. Also joining me this evening, Reinhard von Krieger. Hello. What's up? Uh, today is wonderful, and I'm pretty sure that's why there's been an influx of bots and mm. just absolute faggots in our chat trying to ruin it. They're not going to. All right. Also joining us this evening, Jack the Intern. Hi, guy. Have you guys seen these bug gnats? Oh, I have. They're everywhere. <laughs> I just really annoying. Yeah. Ah, we'll get to that one in a minute. And joining us once again, all the way from the land of the rising sun, Mr. Old Skull. Hello, sir. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on again. And uh, it's a beautiful day where I am, too. The sky is pristine blue. There's not a chemtrail in sight. And it's just cool enough that all the bug gnats are not where I am. Nice. Nice. Well, where you're at, they're probably just now having their, um, I don't know, Captain Whoever cereal in their Captain Whatever limited edition uh, cereal bowl. you think they actually use normal bowls in japan come on i mean no doesn't everything have like cartoon characters on it in japan yes okay i'm not wrong right i mean i wasn't being facetious i was being serious literally girl cereal (laughs) yeah if if it doesn't have bamboo sticks it's got some sort of puffy character pink character yeah (laughs) (sighs) japan you were once very masculine yeah. Yeah. So what happens when 70 odd years of Zog occupation will do to you? Yeah, it all died with Mishima at the very end of it. Sad day. I didn't want to start off the show on a depressing note. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we went from it's a beautiful day to Mishima. F. Everybody else in the chat. You know? <laughs> Mishima san. Right. Mishima san. The anniversary of Las Vegas shooting. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, wow. I hadn't had a chance to get to that. Thank you for the CQ dogbot. But you're welcome. Yes, that wasn't okay. Um, yeah, the anniversary of that thing that happened, which nobody really knows why or who or how or any of it. But moving along, right? You know, the FBI's got more important things to do, like figure out what fursona they're going to wear to the next furry, you know, convention. Right. There's someone out there right now still looking for bullet holes across the street. Yeah. Yes. Somebody made a funny point on my chat the other day. Was uh, it was Monster in Parasol and Matt from Quantum of Conscience has just shared a video saying that uh, what was the guy's name anyway? John Wilkes Booth brother apparently rescued Abraham Lincoln's son. I believe it was Robert Lincoln. And there's this big bullshit story that goes along with how Robert Lincoln fell into a train, like the the part where a train goes and the train was about to roll over his head. And John Wilkes Booth's brother snatched him up by his collar and he recognized him and he called him by name. And this is this big, insane story about the uh, the other Booth brother and the other Lincoln son. And I mean, we found all this out, but we still haven't figured out what the hell went on at Las Vegas uh, a few years ago. Right. Isn't that weird? History do be right. like that, though. Right. The entire Lincoln affair, including that story you just told, is like a freaking anime. It's just completely ridiculous. Oh, it's like that movie that... 
After the documentary they made John about him and Frankenstein. In the back of the head, he, or he jumps down off the he jumps down and lands like and Yeah, he jumped down up behind him. He, 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 he jumped down from the presidential he jumped down from the presidential back balcony, didn't break either of his hips, you know. Or his right. knees. Yeah, he jumps like seventeen feet as as uh, Mary Todd Lincoln is saying, My husband, the president of the United States, has been shot. Yes, yes. He sums he sums up a Hirokin and blows out the door, and then he like double speeds he double speeds out the door. But that's after he gave the speech. He gave a speech on the stage too. Of right. course, yeah. Well, he was an actor. He was he was theatrical. Right. Six Semper Tyrannus. Panic. Booth jumped he, he down from out, the booth. He called out his power move before he used it. Hadouken. <laughs> Assassination gun! <laughs> <laughs> he gave Lincoln a short you can and then he jumped up <laughs> in a blazing fireball. Nobody noticed the actual the the characters for his move actually appeared on the side. Right. Yeah. Do you know how many battles John Wilkes Booth had to fight before uh, to gain enough experience and power levels before before facing <laughs> Abraham Lincoln in the balcony. It's a good thing Final he and his boss. brother didn't put their powers together and create their combo move. Mm. That would have been awful. The final boss was the back of Abe Lincoln's head. <laughs> well, luckily for him, Abe Lincoln him didn't bring... Time. Luckily so for him... you actually came. What? <laughs> I thought you were too cowardly to face me. Mm. All right, all right. It's terrible. <sighs> Lincoln wasn't assassinated. Stop it, people. All right, that's basically why we can do this. We also we don't care. Your heroes suck. Okay, I mean, like Abraham Lincoln's a terrible hero to have. If you think if you think that man was great, boy. Yeah, the old adage: you should never meet your heroes. How about just don't have heroes? Yeah, stop <laughs> not, having not fake and gay heroes. Like seriously. Don't don't have heroes that are U.S. presidents for sure. Yeah, like having a hero that has anything to do with United States government, United States military, you know, any of that makes you a bug nat. I was gonna say, yeah, it sounds kind of bug natish to me. I say, yeah. And Andrew Jackson was totally based, guys. If one of your totally. heroes, if one of your heroes happens to have worn a powdered wig, you might be a bug nat. Teddy Roosevelt, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's one that a lot of guys fall for. Yeah, the Teddy, the Teddy Roosevelt, because he was so cool. He shot animals in Africa. He hunted big game. Based. Fucking based. Bro, he started the FDA to go after Coca-Cola and their terrible use of cocaine and their refreshment That's a solid products. reason to hate him. Well, right, and it turned out they didn't have cocaine in their coke. Yeah, all. turns out yeah. that that was all bullshit. So, and so none I of think it was real. they got. I think they got hit with false advertising charges or something. Plus, turns out if they had just co had cocaine in their uh, soft drink or soft, I mean <laughs> that term, but right. it would have been actually measurably better than what they put in it today. Oh, absolutely! Right. It'd, be, it, it'd be actually healthful as opposed to whatever the stuff is that you drink today. It comes out of the phone. Never mind the cough. Never gotten their hands on it. Mm. Never mind the cough syrup that literally had heroin in it. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I you was, know that was being sold. 
Those being sold in the same general stores. <laughs> I, I still, since the cocaine never existed in the Coca-Cola, did the heroin actually exist in the cough syrup? Or is that just a meme I, to we cover just, up we the just fact go that by the, we just have to go by the old adverts that have like the drawing of the little kid that looks like it's from Little Rascals or something, you know, with, He's with all a hopped bottle up of on, cough syrup. All hopped up on lean. Also, never forget uh, the next based U.S. president, good old Lyndon Johnson, and the salmonella lie. Hey, 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 hey. He said he'd get all them niggers voting Democrat. All right, so... He said nigger in the White House, man. He said nigger in the White hey, House. Hey, Joe Biden did, too. That's true. Did Joe Biden say it? Hey, real quick question. I mean, the honest honest question, guys. How many, how many members of the upper level of government is Jim Carrey actually playing? <laughs> all, all of them. All well, now of them, that he's probably. now that he's older, he's able to play uh, quite a few. You know, and I and I did realize, and I'm, I was wrong. I was wrong. I said that the falling up the stairs, Joe Biden, was a stuntman or a gymnast or something. And then I was like, wait a minute, no, that was that was that was that was Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey could do stuff like that. Yeah, gymnast Carrey. What's that? The mask. Gym, the mask. Gymnast Carrey. Yeah, gymnast Carrey. Like that's the mask style Jim Carrey. Like would he you know, fire marshal, but let me tell you something. Remember him? That's like Joe Biden. Right. That's Joe Biden. It is. Yeah, it is. And so what character is he playing as uh as Nancy Pelosi? Uh I don't know, dude. You guys we gotta talk about we're gonna have to on Tuesday, we're gonna have to bring up the It used to be the great mask debate when they talked about the masks on your face, but now we're talking about the the great mask um Mystery. Are these people really wearing masks? We're going to talk about that on Tuesday. Yeah, yep. that'll be good. Yeah. That's an interesting, interesting thing. I mean, phenomenon. There's definitely some sort of something going on. But Jim Carrey played Joe Biden on, very well, played Joe Biden on Saturday Night Live. And somebody did one of those side-by-sides of Biden and um, Jim Carrey as Joe Biden and then did a, like an overlay of the two. And the jawline and the teeth and everything actually actually line up like it could be jim carrey yeah like i'll i'll, I'll put it in the skype here I yeah mean, it's, i mean it really could be i'm dude. not saying you know i'm not doing the bit that like oh you know it's fake presidency and they're filming this and then tyler perry's garage in atlanta but i mean i'm not saying they're not filming it in tyler perry's garage in atlanta they definitely filmed I mean, something seen- in tyler perry's garage I mean, we've seen absolute proof that they, a, a recent proof, as in last week, that they're more than willing to show you that they're doing things on a set. Right, with the yeah. with the, the, uh, the booster shot. The booster shot thing was, was done on a set, and they even panned back enough to get view shots of what the set looks like. Because initially, we... The, the video was just released, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like a minute and a half of him muttering under his mask about because he's the silver alert president about booster shots and blah, 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 blah. And people are looking in the background are like that window looks fake as fake as fuck. That window looks faker than the blow up, uh, the blow up balloon plane from the, uh, leaving of Kabul. And then later on, they start releasing pictures that they did the entire thing on a set. And it's like, yeah, that- what's the, What's the point? What's the purpose? That you was know, the, what, like, the weirdest. 
part when I was watching that, the first part is I looked at those windows and I thought the same thing without anybody ever mentioning anything on the internet. I was just like, okay, that's fake as fuck. You would think that they would have put a little bit more work into it. And then I just registered as it's a set and then moved on because that's the point in jaded that I am right now. And I didn't realize like, oh, they're doing a bit so that I guess, I guess so that Q-tards, because remember they did the bit right after he got elected where they were saying like, oh, he's in Air Force Two now and he's not the real president. Trump's actually the real president. And they're like in some studio somewhere pretending like he's the real president like nobody stopped to wonder like how that works if trump was the real president why wouldn't he just arrest everybody and kick everybody out but whatever i mean cutard logic i can't really follow it but they were doing that whole thing where it was a stage it was a set and then they sort of showed you but then with this last go around it was just like no no really it's really a set and then now i don't know what people are yeah like you said i don't know what people are supposed to do with that the mask thing too like if if the entire thing's fake, why wear the mask? You know, why not just enunciate clearly? Because it even with the volume turned up in my headphones trying to watch that clip because I was curious as to what the silver alert was going to mutter, and it, you could you could barely make it out. So th- so they so they have the the set like for a play, right? But. They don't have it mic'd up. They why not just hang a boom, right? A, a freaking boom mic above them or something, <laughs> or at least you put know? at least give them the the battery pack mic that you know Mike Obama had on the Ellen stage. You know, the one that he was yeah, wearing when true. they were dancing. Yeah, they, it was not mic'd up. You couldn't hear him normally. Well, when he has the mask on, he mumbles anyways. I mean, he mumbles without it. But whenever he has the mask on, he has a tendency to not speak towards the mic even even more. But that whole that whole thing seemed really really weird and odd and out of place. And everything about this presidency, I think, is being done purposefully to make like the cutards and the conspirators be like, "Hey, this is something." I mean, it is right. I mean, this is something. That has I mean, to looking be, like, at looking at the picture that Reinhardt just showed of Jim Carrey naked up next to Joe Biden, probably make up, that Jim Carrey looks more like the present Joe Biden than the present Joe Biden looks like Joe Biden from a few years ago, literally. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he looks nothing like he did a few years ago. It's No, and every uh, time I post those not even side by side, people are like, oh, it's, he got plastic surgery and he is older. And I'm like, dude, it's not the same person. Okay, like, that's no, clearly that's fine. That, hey, let's let's take that premise and say that he had plastic surgery and he's older yeah okay so he's plastic he's had plastic surgery plastic surgery requires a recovery period so you're looking at normal recovery period for plastic surgery six weeks he's older so that's going to take a few more weeks so you're looking eight to ten weeks recovery time when has joe biden in the past couple of years been out of the limelight out of the public eye for eight to ten weeks he hasn't been Right, right. right. So there's no way he could have had as many surgeries as he supposedly had in the past few years. So, sorry, I don't buy it. Unless he's got, you know, well, obviously, there are you know, better doctors than you have. Oh, really? So what do they have? They have the med beds. Is that what you're saying now? We're talking med beds here, pal? Stop it. No, they Shut attached up. lobes, too, apparently. Yeah, they attached, detached. They attached, detached, and reattached earlobes. earlobes. Just His, take care yeah. of it while they're at it. I mean, just right, go I, in there. I, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it. Mm-mm. I don't know, dude. Um, 
there's a lot of stuff going on, kind of like with the vaccine, where they're making it harder and harder for me to not say it's the mark of the beast, to say it's not the mark of the beast, you know? I mean, you know, they're, they're making it so you're not going to be able to work. Uh, the places are making it, the narco tyranny of the um, the places not allowing you to shop or eat. So there you go. There's your, you know, your, your quote mark of the beast right there in the Bible, man. Uh, just like that, this is making it harder and harder for me. They're they're making it harder and harder for me to say that you know this isn't a fake presidency. Everything that you see on the television looks fake. I mean, it doesn't even look like a good sitcom. It looks like a really shitty like CW production. You know, <laughs> this isn't even like it's a absolutely good. Absolutely absurd. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it, they they started it really early on where his hand faded through the freaking microphone. Mm -hmm. It's been happening yeah. over and over again. Time and time again, there's been anomaly after anomaly with Biden. His head, remember the time where he was walking past and his head like blended in with the wall behind him? Just his hair. Yep. <laughs> Just stuff like that. It's definitely like computer glitches, video anomalies or whatnot. Um artifacting or whatever and which it's is been this entire time right but it's been going on this entire time with him so and now you have like you know this soundstage for the for the booster shot it looks like it's like some seventh grade um you know auditorium <laughs> you know at some middle school it's not even like there's, there's and, and the out. thing to keep in mind is none of it is on is is uh, on accident at all right ever. And that's no the way thing. right the system's extremely competent every every single time someone says Oh, well, they just can't handle it because the government's so inept. I'm like, dude, have you seen how ept the government has been? <laughs> the New World Order government has been at pulling off the coronavirus thing. They're very ept. That's, you know what? I and like doing that as well, Skull. I like that you used ept as a word. Um, like when people use the word replenish, I would like to ask when the time it was, the first time it was plenished. So, <laughs> you know, there's words that like they, they make sense as they are, but then you look at the root word and you're yes. like, wait a minute. That root word doesn't really make sense. Hey. Nobody uses that. All right. <laughs> Wait, that's illegal. Yeah, right. Um, where were we? But so, yeah, yes. That's we the thing is the system, the system is very adept at what they do. Um, they're also very arrogant, which is why they show these things. You know, this whole mm -hmm. Q take of like the system is crumbling. It's all falling down. No, it's not. It's they a can't movie. not handle what's happening. We're all watching the be the greatest movie ever. Just sit back and get your popcorn. Holy shit. We're watching the gayest movie ever. I yeah, know that. Yeah, it's pretty gay, dude. I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty pretty gay. All right, let's get to um where are we at? How how much time have we shit posted yet? Oh, not even close. Ah. You guys want to do content? We got content. I mean, we have content. We have way lots of content. That's why Skull's here. That's all the content. Yes. Let's do, let's do content. Let's do content. All right. Skull is here for, this is what, our third episode in our transhumanism agenda series. Um, this time, we're going to talk about a really fascinating subject. It comes from, I mean, from my understanding, I always understood it to be a sci-fi concept, right? And... I didn't realize that it was an actual science concept, that there is actual, this actually exists. You know, I thought it was just, you know, something you see in the movies and on TV and whatever, but, uh, and that's, and when speaking of it being on the movies and on TV, that's, it's on a lot of movies and on a lot of TV shows. Uh, we're talking about black goo. Hmm. What do you guys think about black goo? 
definitely doesn't sound threatening right. just by the name. Right. But it is. Yeah. But, the other other name for it is a uh, ferro fluid. Mm. So iron That's fluid. F-E-R-R-O, that makes it sound like oh, not not ferro. Right. Not, not ferro like fluid. Right. It's like not Akhenaten juice. Not we was fluids. <laughs> right. We we was fluids and shit. Um. I mean, somebody it was. Black. Right. I mean, well, it is it is black. It is, it is right. I'm, I'm sorry. The correct term is African American liquids. Ah. All right. So black goo. You guys all have seen it in many, many movies, many, many television shows, comic books, games. Even there's there's even um, little uh, Android and iPhone games. You know, it's just like your little, and it's called like black goo. I think one of them's even called like black goo. In perfume com- commercials, mm-hmm. perfume yeah. commercials, and yep. car commercials, and uh, all kinds of commercials. Time magazine covers. Yep, magazine cover. It's everywhere, everywhere. But sci-fi for sure. Everybody knows about the black goo. Um, do you guys? How do you want? How do you want to do this? Let's uh, want to do. Where did we hear about it first? And what we yeah. think about black goo? Yeah, okay. That's a good start. Yeah. How about we start with you, Mr. Altskull? Where did you first hear about Black Goo, and what do you know about Black Goo? Okay. Uh, I I heard about it a few years back, but at the time, like you said, it sounds pretty innocuous, and it, it almost sounds kind of funny, goo. I mean, just the word right. goo is, is a goofy word to use. And so I really didn't think much about it. And I remember I was looking into lots of different spoopy topics and it would just come up every once in a while. And it just didn't interest me because I didn't understand the context behind it. And now that I've looked into it, I was like, wow, I was really missing a big, big subject back then. But I started really realizing it was something significant when I was watching videos from there's this terrific YouTube channel. And I believe I don't know if one of his channels got originally this guy had. I think he had well over 100,000 followers, maybe 150,000. And I don't know if he got strikes or he still has that big channel. But they've recently turned their sights on him. Really, And it's really unfortunate because, um, anyway, Shaking My Head Productions is the YouTube channel's name. And if you guys are not subscribed, you should absolutely subscribe right now. Shaking My Head Productions. And Conspiracy Hole does lots of, uh, usually uploads all his videos. I think some have disappeared, but usually when whenever uh, we, any of us on Telegram, upload videos from YouTube, we'll download the video first and then provide the link. But it's SMHP if it's on my channel or their channel. And so I started watching their videos. And what this guy will do is he'll take pop culture references of uh, predictive programming and he'll just mash them all together. And I have no idea how this guy finds all this stuff because the dude's a machine. Because I remember when he <clears throat> when he got his channel strike or something taken down or whatever it was, he said, I'm just one guy. And I was like, what? How can you be just one guy? Because the amount of information that this guy packs into every single one of his videos is just mind-blowing. And he was doing the Black Goo bit. And at the time, when I started seeing it, he started showing all the different movies that it appears in. And for me in particular, the ones that really stood out were the commercials. And the two commercials that I can think of right now, especially one, is the singer commercials that are advertising their perfume and one is lady ahem gaga and the other is katie ahem perry and both of them did perfume commercials and 
I, I guess I'm conflating Katy Perry. Katy Perry's was more like just straight up New World Agenda. So it's Lady Gaga. And there have been other ones, but Lady Gaga ones are the one that really stood out. And so basically she has this commercial where it just lays out the entire transhumanist agenda in one commercial. And it's a black perfume. The liquid is black. I forget what the thing's called. And uh, I think it comes in an egg shape, of course, with like a claw handle. But again, I might be mixing it up, mixing part of it up with the Katy Perry one. I'm not sure. There's so much bullshit that gets flung around nowadays. But starts the commercial where there's the black goo dripping all over. There's the black goo that's covering their body. And, and by black goo, it's like a, a really shiny. Uh, you can think of Quicksilver, Mercury. But instead of silver, it being a very shiny black color, if anybody's not familiar with what this stuff is. I mean, if, if you're not, just look up Black Goo on uh, our channel because I've shared a, a bunch of different instances of it. And it goes through, like, the guy in the video, it wasn't only Shaking My Head Productions video because I couldn't find that one recently, but there was another guy named Nicholas 19... Nicholas? Nick? I'm getting it wrong. It's not Nicholas, but it's Nick something 1968. Nikolai. No, it's... But it's really close. That's Nico something. Nick, whatever. I, I anyway, subscribe to the same one. I know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah, that, yeah, that's okay. That guy's uh, shared a video where he was showing that in this music, uh, sorry, it's a music video slash commercial. They were basically showing the book of Revelation playing out and showing how the little horn came up and it was followed by three horns. It was one of three horns and then it became the ten horns. And they show the little, with this ferrofluid fluid, with this black goo, uh, you'll see when it's exposed to magnetism, it will, or electromagnetism in particular, it'll make these little spikes. And so that's reflected in the video. And the spike, the first, the little horn comes up and it's a spike. And then it's followed by three horns, which are three spikes. Then it's followed by ten horns, which are a crown. And then Lady Gaga, or Man Gaga, comes out of the water, out of the fluid, out of the ferrofluid. And the crown becomes that guy's crown. And then... It, you know, at the expense of just going on and on about what this whole commercial is, basically it just shows all of these different instances of how people are becoming these uh, d digital slaves, these clones, and they're the. Um, it shows Lady Gaga as the beast, and then everybody's sort of worshiping the beast, and this black goo plays a very, very prominent role in that thing. And uh, that was my first real exposure where I was like, oh, wow, okay, so this thing is a, is a really big deal. And if you look at a bunch of other music videos like um, Billie Eilish, they're all transhuman, every one of them, they're all trannies. <laughs> uh, Billie Eilish does one where it's crying with the Black Goose stuff. And there's, uh, I, like I said, I'm pretty sure Katy Perry has a video. where Isn't that the one, the, uh, uh, Billie Eilish, that's I'm the bad guy, right, where it's coming out of her eyes? Is that the one? Yeah. No, it's, and, it... Wait, go, go ahead. No, I don't know what the video's name is, oh. but the one where it is coming out of her eyes and uh, yeah. and like it's pouring all over the place. And uh, uh, that's basically where I started going, oh, OK, there's actually something to this because they don't put all of this symbolism into their videos insignificantly. It all is part of their black magic that they do. And it's all part of their religion. So mm -hmm. then I realized, oh, OK, so there's definitely something more to this. I'll, I'll let somebody else talk about okay. their experience. Dog about you go next. All right. Um, well, the first time I was ever made familiar with black goo was as there, there are two situations as a kid. One as a kid was ironically the first one that odd TV talked about on his video. And that was from creep show Two, uh, the, the, the short called the pond and, and it had this, huh? 
It's called the raft. I got the pond wrong. It's called the raft. Oh, the raft. Uh, but e- either way, like there's a bunch of uh, sexualized teenagers getting drunk on a on a raft in the mm-hmm. middle of a lake, and this big uh, thing of black uh, evil plastic waste or whatever it is starts killing people and sucking them in and it's alive and it's awful and it was it was horrible but the the one that sticks out the most for me is spider-man's black costume as a kid in the 80s i used to ride around on bmx bikes with my friends and we would go to 7-elevens and get slurpees and buy cheap comic books off the spinner rack and one of the uh, one of the things Marvel was doing in the '80s was a crossover called Secret Wars, where they were trying to get uh, people interested in other comic books in their lines that people were losing interest in. So they wanted to revamp Spider-Man because Spider-Man had gotten very boring. So in Secret Wars, Spider-Man uh, has his costume damaged. And he comes across a machine that he believes is some kind of fabric replicator. When he opens it up, he he discovers this black sphere. Well, the black sphere becomes alive and it it wraps around his body and it becomes his new uniform. It becomes the black Spider-Man costume. So that was how they tried to revamp Spider-Man in the 80s. Well, it... They wanted to get rid of the black costume at some point to bring it back to the classic Spider-Man. And it turns out that the black costume was eating away at his soul. And was uh, it was a alien symbiote that was taking over his body. And so he got rid of the symbiote. And the symbiote became... Uh, it was alive and it had sentience to it. And it was upset and pissed off. And it found someone else that was upset and pissed off at Spider-Man. And that was a character named Brock. Or I forgot what his first Eddie name Brock. was. Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. And that and they became Venom. Yes, they became so, Venom. Eddie Brock was already mentally disturbed. And he was a... Was he like a former boxer, journalist guy? Yeah. Well... Yeah. Yeah. They, they seeded the black goo idea all the way back into the mid 80s. Mm-hmm. So by the time they did a Venom movie where computer animation is pretty, uh, pretty fantastic for movies, yeah. they were able to make the black goo come very much alive in the case of Venom. I thought they did a very good job with the Venom movie. It was not um, it was a Marvel movie because, you know, Spider-Man is Marvel superheroes, but they didn't do the Disney Marvel cape shit ruining of the movie. It was actually pretty good. I actually enjoyed the first Marvel movie and I'm actually going to take the boy to go see carnage venom part two. Yeah. I'm like, there's a rave scene. In that. Oh no. I'll have to explain yeah. what that is to him. My eldest loved the Venom movie. He loved it. He he, and he's super excited about the next one. So cool. Yeah. All right. So that was your experience with that was was with comic books and um, and so after that, did you ever did you give it any more thought or like black? That's just like some stupid sci fi thing. And then then you got to the Paranormies, and now it's like oh wow, there it is again. 
Um, there was a lot more stuff just recently that it seemed to correspond with the black goo. Just I, I sort of always thought of the black goo the same way I thought about that one scene in Time Bandits where they blow up the evil guy at the end, and there's pieces of pure evil floating around. Right. And the guy, the kids, uh, you know, the kids screaming at his parents, "Don't touch that! That's pure evil!" And then they they touch it and they. They disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blow up. That was a disturbing ass scene, man. That that, yeah. that scene messed me up. I've seen that movie like fifty times when I was a kid too. <laughs> I remember that movie. The movie's great. Okay, Reinhardt. Yeah. So my first introduction to this was actually uh, same thing through Venom as a character. Uh, it was the first time I'd ever seen it, and didn't think much of it other than like, oh, this is cool. Um, Started reading uh, Lovecraft and getting into not not Lovecraft himself, but like Lovecraftian writings. And uh, I noticed Black Goo was actually used a lot in those. And so I started looking into it a little bit more. I still thought it was just like a, a sci-fi horror concept. It always disturbed me. But about nine years ago, when the movie Prometheus came out, um, that first off, I love that movie. I don't know why people hated it so much. Um, but that right there showed me that there was something going on with it as a concept, or it was more than just a concept. Um, the idea that it had been used to see life from this, you know, to use the film title, Promethean character, uh, was the space jockey from Alien, from the original Alien. Um, it got me thinking. You know, as as I was delving into a lot of topics like the Nephilim and um, you know ancient history and ancient technology, it just started coming up more and more. And I actually discovered a while back that uh, black goo was discovered under a pyramid in Egypt. It was discovered in a pool uh, near a sarcophagus, mm. and that kind of solidified it for me that there was something in history about this. Um, so I started looking into it more and more and I came across David Icke and Anthony patch, uh, two separate times. David Icke, uh, talked about it as well as the Saturn matrix. It was around the same time. And, um, and then I looked into Anthony patch who of course has a fantastic resource on CERN and everything going on there. Um, but the black goo as a, this abiotic material that's being used uh, in many different ways, whether for warfare or um, being used in human experiments uh, in underground labs, we'll get to all of that um, definitely. But yeah, Anthony Patch, I definitely owe as the guy who really showed me what was going on. And from there, yeah, I've just been looking into more and more. All right. You guys covered most of the places where I could have figured out where it came from. Um, obviously, Venom. I'm pretty sure there was some Dark Horse comics where there was some black goo involved. But I remember like my first big, big movie reference was The Matrix. When Neo touches the mirror. After, oh, yeah. he, after he takes the red pill and the black goo just envelops him and brings him into the matrix and he wakes him up out of the matrix. The black goo is what separates him 
from the Matrix. There's actually a lot of that, those references in movies uh, to portals and black goo being the, the, I don't know, the substance right. that you pass through the, right. to get through the portal. Right. I, I know that <clears throat> Event Horizon had mm-hmm. one of those as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember, but there's a lot of uh, different movie references where somebody will touch the touch the stuff and it kind of sticks to their fingers and then they stick their hand in. And it's all always a, a mirror. Either. Yeah, it's, it'll be like yeah, a mirror or a pool like- of it or something and it sticks to their hands and then it starts enveloping them. And yeah, it's the black goo right. and it's the portal into wherever. There's that one There's the, that one movie. There's a couple of movies with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, so back to my story. It was The Matrix, and uh, The Matrix is going to play a big part into a lot of this stuff that we're going to talk about with this black goo, because when we start talking about the Morgellons and the insects and the neural network and stuff, all that stuff was like inside of Neo. Remember the the transmitter that was inside of him, the little insect, the little artificial insect that was transmitting inside of him? That, yeah, there's your Morgellons coming together to make insect parts inside of people to make a neural network, you know, transmitter. There's a lot of that. And as soon as I, as soon as that guy started talking about that, man, I started like itching like underneath my scalp and then like, you know, the back of my knee and like, okay, the Morgellons are moving around. <laughs> but <laughs> um, getting and, up. right. And yep. if you guys, don't, if you guys who are listening, don't know what Johnny's talking about, about the insects thing, just wait, there's going to be a future show where we cover it extensively and, mm. It's even more disgusting and fucked up and unbelievable than you can possibly imagine. Basically, uh, insects, as Johnny said, assembling aside inside your body, but it, they don't look like computers. They look like literal insects, literal insects. Right. It's 3D printing parts from data, which is a real thing because they're doing TED talks on it, so it has to be real. They're excited about it. <laughs> They're excited about it. Yeah, that guy from the TED talk. What's the uh, the video? Reinhardt will put the link in the thing. Was it the Gans video or whatever? The Gan- oh, Gan Shimura. Gan Shimron, whatever the guy's name is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Dogbot. Earlier, um, did you use a sound effect from the Matrix, or I, I, I thought. I didn't know we were doing drops on the show. We weren't. I just made a noise. No we way. Not a drop show. Thanks for bringing that back up. Appreciate it. Um, it was a really good sound effect. Wow. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, but the black goo is definitely in a lot of portal movies. I remember, like seeing. Well, the mirror was the mirror was definitely um, the Matrix, but there's a lot of other ones where um, that was the thing that you went through was like a, a black liquid, or you know, there's the black goo, the X Files, the black oil in the X Files that was in yeah, the, like thirty episodes. I thought you were going to bring that one up when you were going to talk about your uh, pop cultural touchstone for this. Uh, I didn't ever see this movie, and even though I was tempted because I I kind of liked the director, Luke Besson, over over the years I've kind of liked his movies, mm. but uh, Lucy with Scarlett Johansson, I guess I'd only known about it in passing, but uh, apparently, when this uh, creature reaches its final form, 
it becomes the black goo. Yeah, yes. I did see that movie, and I, you know, I, I honestly, it slipped my mind that it's like the ultimate black goo movie. Yeah, she's like, she's like a living AI, like a, a human form AI that is learning. Um, no, it was a human. She got injected with something, right? And it, it allowed her to use the other 80% of your brain that we don't use. And once yeah, she achieved, she, when she achieved like a hundred percent brain usage, she turned like into the goo, like this, she achieved the singularity. Yeah. How fake uh, she, is that meme that we only, uh, we only use 20% of our brain. Have you seen people? Have you? <laughs> I used to say, I used yeah. to be with you on that dog bot. I used to be with you, but then I went outside. <laughs> yeah. Then, then we, you know, went around normies. Right. And bug gnats. I was going to say and bug. Have you seen these bug gnats? Bug gnats. I'll tell you about every single, every episode of every sci-fi channel show ever, plus an entire shelf of Hitler books. Right. Yeah. All right. They've They've got an action figure of George Lincoln Rockwell with a Star Trek uniform. Oh, on mint a condition. Yeah, mint with a crop my guy grip. He's it's in the box in the box. Still in the box. That's right. Still in the box. Darth Darth Vader with the siege mask on. Oh God. Super rare. Silver the leg. Did Darth wrong. Vader with the siege mask and the silver leg. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't Darth Vader, okay? I know. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the um. Let's get to the, get back to this didn't bug win goo. Any awards because he was black. All right, let's get back to this bug black goo. Oh, um, it and bugs. This black goo is real, right? I mean, it's real. These scientists are real people that are actually studying this stuff. The videos yes, of the actual science. There's a lot of effort and there's a lot of money behind this. Right. So this black goo is found in real life. Now, this is real life. This is not like, you know, this isn't the alien Prometheus movie. And again, I did see Prometheus with the guy. It was the engineer, right? That he takes the drink of that thing and it kills yeah. him and his body turns into black goo and he dissolves into the water. And somehow his death and decay turns and makes life. Yeah. And, of course, the black goo is then later on in the movie discovered to have been a bioweapon. Right. And the change in – that was the amazing thing is uh, – uh, what's his name? Michael Fassbender's character actually uh, poisons one of the characters with it. And um, you can see in the guy's eye this insect-like thing swimming around mm-hmm. as he's changing. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it makes everybody go feral basically um, just the way that it, it – affects their bodies. I think right. that was definitely a huge truth drop. Yeah. Another part of it is, and I, I thought the movie was a little schizo at first, but I think probably there's just a lot of esoteric knowledge about this stuff that we're, we don't have access to yet, but it seems like they're releasing it at breakneck pace. So we're probably going to get access to it within the next few months or so. But when I first watched it and, and was aware of black goo, like, so when I watched it recently, not when I first watched it, there was the scene where, 
he opens up the little uh, cosmetic case and it's doing the thing where if you look at the actual experiments with the ferrofluid, when you bring the electromagnet near it, it turns into a little hedgehog looking shape Mm -hmm. and it's doing that. And then he drinks it and then you see it go through his veins first and then you see him writhing in agony and then he starts breaking up and then it zooms into his DNA and it shows it uh, black take over his DNA and then the DNA breaks and then he falls into the water. But we're, we're also, um, supposed to understand that this was the first, I, I guess, seeding of life on Earth uh, with, you know, because it's a completely Gnostic, the whole movie is a massively Gnostic uh, depiction of whatever the origins of humans are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then later they go into space and it seems to have a different substance, like a different purpose because they called it a bioweapon and they called it like a nine nine six nine three nine five yeah they had like a name for it an actual i added the numbers up they came up to 42 not 33 but anyway Mm. (laughs) so it's 42 is the answer to life the universe and everything 42 the answer to life the universe and everything yeah yeah i i did i did know that look those are great books actually i love those when i was in college i love those books uh so like Reinhardt said, it turns out to be a bioweapon. And so it's like, well, which is it? Is it this uh, thing where it destroys and seeds life? Or is it something that it just destroys? But if you notice with the bioweapon too, it created a new creature. And I think that is the purpose behind it. And I think that's the the, the uh, esoteric message that is supposed to be taken away from what it is, is that I think... I, I mean, personal, you guys can tell me if you think I'm dead on with this or completely off base, but I think that what this is supposed to be is a new creation of a new creature. And what it does is probably a lot of what we're seeing about the graphene and when we're told that the vaccines themselves are mRNA vaccines and they're supposed to alter our genetic code. I think it has something to do with this, and I think that that's what's being shown in Prometheus is that there's um, something happening at the DNA level where this, this is the hybridization of whatever the God-created DNA is, and it will be creating a new creature. And then if you look at what the bioweapon thing is and the guy that uh, got poisoned by it, I don't remember if the, an alien comes out of him or he just gets destroyed and turned into something else, but uh, he had sex with... Um, his wife or his girlfriend or whatever. And then she gives birth to this creature, this thing. And it was a direct result of that, um, black goo. And so I don't, that's kind of what I, you're kind of skipping. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it was all right. It was a lot better than I, than people said it was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I did not. Uh, the other one, the, um, uh, the second Prometheus movie wasn't as good. Oh, Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant yeah. was not as good. That was yes. not as good. Yeah, it was cor- that had some real corny bits in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that had the sci-fi no, Davy Boy, though. I did like the little uh, the little cave laboratory with all the different face huggers and stuff in there. Yeah, the ca- well, yeah, the, some of the sets were really cool. Yeah, um, I don't yeah. think I don't think sets and uh, seeing the I guess you can call it culture of these beings. I don't think that's ever been disappointing. But yeah, it's just everything else. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, back to the black goo. So yeah, black goo can be the end of life, can be the beginning of life. Um, it's alien. It's natural. It's in the movies anyway. Now in real life, there's supposedly a deposit of the black goo in Paraguay. 
there's the deposit of the black goo. Reinhardt, you said in Egypt. Um, and there's one off the coast of Argentina on, in the Falklands. And that apparently, according to that German guy, is why the war in the Falklands was fought in the first place, was for that black goo. Or at least control the or land to, to be able to the land. You know, build a facility. Right, right, to build a facility to get this natural resource, which is, you know, probably sold as, you know, sold to the public as petroleum, you know, it's a special oil. And it is. Yeah, who knows where they're putting it. Right, because in in um, in the X-Files series, the black goo is not really a goo, it was a black oil. It was very liquidy. Right. Where in some of these other ones, it's like very thick, very viscous. I've seen different depictions of it in, in IRL uh, videos where mm -hmm. I watched one video where they're doing the magnetism bit and there's a, like a screw or something. And the guy is with a, the scientist type guys with a girl who's a newscaster type person. And it's very liquidy, the black stuff. And he was calling it ferrofluid at the time. And the very liquidy stuff, once you magnetized and electrified the, the, it's like a big screw. It started climbing down it, and so it attached to it, and then it climbed down, and it became viscous. It, be, it actually um, went from liquid to more of a, you know, um, when I was in junior high, I had a really cool earth science teacher. I mean, she believed in the ozone layer, but she did introduce some other interesting things to us, and she introduced that there was a fourth state of matter called plasma, which, you know, I don't know too many teachers who are even aware of what a plasma is. And then she demonstrated what it would be like by pouring water in cornstarch. And if you've ever done that, you kind of get an idea, like it's neither solid nor liquid. It has mm -hmm. a very different kind of feel. Right. And that's what it seemed like this ferrofluid, the liquid ferrofluid turned into when you magnetized it. And then there are others where it seems like it's already really thick and viscous to begin with. And I've shared a few videos. If you look up Black Goo on the, on the uh, Telegram channel, uh, I've shared a few videos where there's one where it seems like they're in some jungle somewhere and they've got a knife and they're messing with it and it seems to be alive and it's very thick and it's moving on its own. And there's another video where there's some in a Petri dish and it's very thick too. It, it's like a slime, like little kids play with, but even thicker. And somebody brings a magnet up to it, and it's attracted to the magnet, and then it just grabs the magnet, like, bah! it sucks it and sucks the magnet in. And then, like I said, there or like you said, there's different viscosities where sometimes it's completely liquid. So it, it seems like there's lots of different states that it exists in. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the videos where it's very thick, like a, um, almost like a black jello. You know, and then uh, there's the videos where, or the pictures of where apparently they'd made it into coins or talismans of some sort, where like there's the solid black goo. Now that might be something a little bit different, but I remember that was the German guy talking about that stuff. There's also it, the black smoke. The, yeah. What is the what is the black smoke now? Hold on, this is this is something I don't recall hearing about. Tell me about the black smoke. Well, in many cases that I've seen this depicted is that it, it comes off like, I mean, smoke might not even be the operative term for it, but it, that's the that's the appearance that it presents as it uh, something about uh, something about its magnetism. It, it starts to it starts to like shed. 
and it becomes like a black smoke. Hmm. Well, it would be like a gaseous form, changing oh, okay. from a okay, okay. like a plasma or a liquid state to a gas. Okay, all right. I thought it was something else. Yeah, that makes sense. But that the movie, the show Lost, has yes. a, a lot of depiction. Right, right, be, uh, right. The smoke and Lost, like that fog and, that just did stuff. You know, they would. It could affect your mood. It could affect. Right. I mean, yeah, it had a then, lot of the same properties in that way. Right, and, and it then, was also it seemed to be sentient. Right. Oh, and, that, and I was like gonna, the uh, the dragon that that smoke dragon. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. It was sentient. It was an it was an entity. Um, right. I tried to rewatch that. It, it, that what a terrible freaking show that was. Yeah. Like all, all the weird. Just, uh, yeah, like all the weird stuff could be summed up in in like two hours. The rest of it's just a bunch of like depressing flashbacks. Yeah, and then the ending was the worst ending ever. Yeah, it was that really would, gay. That would be Dexter if uh, that was the uh, worst I ending I ever saw. Too. Well. Dexter Consider was a, yourself lucky. Dexter was a horrible show anyways. I went back and watched some of it again. And just visually the show is terrible. Like everybody in that show right. is odd looking. Like everybody in the show is just off-putting a little bit the way they look. You know, and the way that they're yeah, made up I, and especially when you watch it in like high definition. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was so great at the time. I remember rewatching it about this time last year, and I, I was I was like, wait a second, this was on Showtime and had a budget? I swear to God, I feel like I'm watching some really bad UHF. Like, like the, the production value was just really, really shitty. Yeah, it was like yeah. something that was like made for USA. Remember the USA Network? Uh, yeah. yeah, and the di- and the dialogue was just absolutely god awful. Oh, it was, I, I was bad. I, I was I, I was completely flummoxed. So I was like, "Wait a second, what did I think? What did I think I watched whenever this was on originally? When it originally aired? It was like it was like um, you know the 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 Gilmore Girls B team writers doing murder. Those are some pretty terrible writers. Yeah. No, that they tried to be like witty all the time and like have like you know like like witty jokes and and like I don't know irony and stuff. It was bad. It was just really poorly, poorly written. And like the the forced relationships between the the interracial couples and stuff. I was like that was just terrible. Well, those are always written terribly. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was just bad. But is there any black goo in Dexter? Uh, I don't remember. I, you know what? There was no. That was blood. That was blood. Ah. The, there was oh, the one sorry. time the guy had the amulet. Remember the blood amulet in his locker? He was steal the. Yeah, blood. that was cool. Yeah. Literally, literally, the only thing I know about ever uh, about I already fucked it up about Dexter is they they did the predictive programming bit with the evergreen thing where they had the. Crates and they were full of children or something, oh, okay. and they were no, sort of where, uh, that that was. Yeah, that's where Dexter's mom was murdered, and he was left in there. Mm, yeah, for days with the blood of his mother, and that's how he became a serial killer. Dun, 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 dun. Can they get along? No, wait a minute. <laughs> Wrong bit. <laughs> that just goes anywhere. It's like that's what she said. That's true. We finally. 
Um, I think we finally drove. Goes, any, goes anywhere. That's what she said. Right. <laughs> well, we have decided that there is not a sentence that that's what she said cannot follow. That's true. Right. Can literally go anywhere. That's what, that's she, what said. she said. Right. And it gets Thank to the you. point where like you do it so much people like get annoyed with it. But that's but that's that makes it funnier. And I know that's how that's how certain people like, you know, do their comedy anyway. But um that's what she said will never not be funny. I don't care. I don't that's that's one of those. Old corny. All right. Back to back to goo. Um, one thing that I wanted to bring up, if I can, uh, it's not just water or magnetism that reacts with this. It's also frequency or vibrations. Well, we didn't. Did we do the water and the free? We didn't. Okay. Well, I guess, yeah, it does. That's the thing is it's real. Okay. And scientists are actually doing experiments on this stuff. It reacts to sound. It reacts to itself. Um, the the one German scientist. What is his name? What's the German guy's name? Do we have Do we have the man's name? I'll find it. I know I've I got it right here. The, it's a uh, Harold Harold Krautsvela. Yeah, Harold Krautsvela. He he gave a really 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 well, very detailed talk, very well put together talk about the black goo. He went on for a, for a while about a lot of different things, um, but really in depth about the goo and. Um, he has video. Telegram channel, by the way. It's in the Telegram channel. Yes, both of his both yeah, the videos broken two, into two, two parts. Videos with the, there's two videos of the globe Earth. If you just search black goo, it'll say black goo part one and part two, and that's the two videos. Right. Um, and he's got videos of him. You know, showing where he taught. He's talking about how this stuff will be attracted to itself, like more black goo if it's in the same room, and if it notices that there's more black goo in the room, they'll try to get near each other. And he's showing this happening, you know, in, in the video while it's going on. So this stuff is, this stuff is real. I guess it's alive. It's sentient of, in some sort of a way. Um, you know, when he said it's sleeping, I was like, Oh boy. Like, I didn't know what to make of that at first, you know, and it's like, well, it's sleeping. And he's, and then he, then he started, you know, I started watching some of the other videos and it's like, okay, so this stuff really does this stuff. And then he started showing, what else happens with the black goo? And that ties in with the Morgellons. So kind of all this stuff eventually all ties together with, you know, to the vaccine, which has Morgellons yeah. in it. I mean, I don't know <laughs> if we're like going all the way here yet. But no, but I'm just saying we, it will. We will. It. We will. I'm just saying we, we will. But that's like skip ahead, skip ahead. But like okay. all this stuff that we've been talking about. It goes to COVID. It goes to the you know ties into the vaccine. It ties into all this stuff that we've been talking about all season long. We didn't know it, but we were leading up to talking about black goo the whole season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like literally every single part of the vaccine and the graphene and the Morgellons and the pube worms and all of it is completely inextricably connected to the black goo. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Of this season, <laughs> what's that, Reinhardt? The final the boss. Final boss of this season. Yes, the final boss of season six is the Black Goo. Now, speaking of, um, you know, final boss, would the Blob be considered a Black Goo? No, huh? I, I, dude, the Blob movie was a huge thing for me as a kid, and yeah, me I too, consider but... it 
I don't know that it'd be a black goo per se. It was a sentient amorphous blob, that's for sure. Right. And and, and it was uh, and it was deadly everywhere it went and you couldn't right. stop it. Right. It was yeah, definitely unstoppable. That was the whole point of it. I don't even remember how they defeated it at the end. Um, burn it. I don't think they killed it. That was the thing that they burned, which is kind of similar, wasn't it? Thing. Didn't they freeze it and like put it in stasis, basically? Yeah, I think I'm getting the blob and the thing confused. You're right. Yeah, the thing they burned. Right. Mm. Hmm. Jack, look that up. How did they kill the blob? Well, they don't even know if they killed the thing. Right. They just assume they did. They just assume they did. And at the end, I think they they. They left the um the the door open for it to not be dead completely. So, okay, so apparently this black goo exists in its native form in Paraguay, in the largest deposit found in Paraguay. Interesting. So, black goo is technically an abiotic mineral that is said to be sentient, programmable and possessing magnetic properties which exceed those previously known and measured, such as iron magnets. Hmm. So, in Paraguay, where this deposit of black goo exists, there is a very small little town. And right nearby, there's a huge parcel of land where George W. Bush lives. Where he owns a huge, huge chunk there. So does Angela Merkel. And other of the Bush crime family cronies. Interestingly enough, they all have property right near this supposed deposit of black goo in Paraguay. What do you guys make of that? I mean, of course. Like I said this morning, that's like all I can say anymore. The only thing I know about Paraguay or Uruguay was they had a really, they had the last working fleet of. Sherman tanks and they had them painted all royal blue with star like yellow stars on the side. They're really cool. Huh. That's all I know. All right then. Skull, what do you know about this? I don't know anything other than the German guy started talking about it and it was news to me. I do um I do speculate. He talks about a lot about there's some things that the German guy said that I kind of disagree with just based upon stuff I know, but there was enough that he said that I knew that he knew exactly what he's talking about that I kind of, um, I'm just like, okay, well he has a different set of assumptions and that doesn't mean that all the other stuff that he's saying is wrong. But, but he was talking about how there were two different kinds of black goo. And he was saying that one was alien in nature and the other one was, had some sort of loving feel that came from it. Motherly feel, which I thought was weird. Because mm-hmm. um, my base assumption is just like this stuff's not good. I, I don't think there's a good black goo. I haven't seen it used in any context where I would assume that it would be anything that, that was created by God. And because he was saying that there were these natural quote unquote deposits at various places around the world and that various world leaders were making a strong play to make sure that they secured those pieces of property. I saw it as the same sort of thing as why we've had certain wars. Um, For example, I think I brought up last time that one of the reasons that was given for one of the Iraq wars was that the tomb of Gilgamesh was allegedly found and 
they were taking artifacts from it and they needed mm-hmm. to make sure that they secured that territory because I guess there could have been a lot of other yeah, it was artifacts found in the desert of Iraq right. or whatever. And so my, this is just totally my assumption. This is not based upon any evidence whatsoever, but I was thinking that this black goo has probably been around a long time and that whatever technology it is, is ancient and it was used in the past for nefarious purposes. And it's probably, it was probably, uh, you know, who knows, whatever happened to those civilizations happened to those civilizations and the black goo was lost to time, but they've kept knowledge of that. And probably as soon as they found the new stuff, they were like, yeah, we got it. We can use it again. And that's probably why some of these areas were so coveted and that they wanted to make sure that they gained access to this. I don't know if they're going to like reverse engineer it or they're going to bring it with its brothers or what, you know, and I don't know if some of the things that they're creating in the laboratory right now are synthetic versions of it that they're going to use later. Who knows? But I mean, that's the extent of my knowledge on it. Yeah. Um, That's about, that's about as far as I know that I know. I I knew that the bushes had property down there. I didn't know that it was in the vicinity of a black goo deposit. That makes sense though. Uh, Finding out about the war in the Falklands, being over uh, the property rights to this black goo is interesting as well. There's also a sizable uh, deposit underneath the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, right, which is uh, where the um, event horizon, I mean, the... Um, deep water deep, horizon. I know what it was. The deep water horizon where, what was it, the... Uh, where BP stabbed a hole in the neck of the earth and the black oil seeped out of it. And, you know, yeah, no, that was black goo. That was what that yeah, was. Yeah, and, and you couldn't you couldn't go to the beach to mm-hmm. help clean it up. Right. You couldn't go to the beach to help clean it up because it was so toxic, but they were going to use the dish water, dish soap to clean the birds. Yeah, they'll, they'll never to- tell you about what happened to those ducks after they cleaned them off. They actually morphed and grew to about three times their size and got a taste for human flesh. Oh, no. What are they doing now? They're probably roaming the Everglades. No, probably. they, uh, they're they on Twitter with Apu Abbeys, and they're straight-up bug gnats now. Black goo makes you bug gnat? Oof. All right. Okay. <laughs> Well, and on that note, we're going to take a break. It is, we're about we're about an hour and 10 minutes into hour one. This is good so far. I like it. The black goo. Uh, to go along with the black goo, I think we might try and find us some black metal. We'll be back. I, I, oh, I thought something? we were going to play Dead Skeleton because it's spooky. Spooky month. You want to play Dead Skeleton? Yeah, I got a great Dead Skeleton song. Okay, we'll play that one. Also, there. Their logo that you dropped in the chat is literally black goo. Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. It is. The right song on. is called uh, Flawed by Design. All right. We'll do black metal next time. Here's Dead Skeleton with black... With, blah, blah, blah. with what? What's it called again? <laughs> Flawed by Design. Flawed by Design. We will be back.
everybody we're back this is still the paranormies i'm still johnny monoxide with dogbot reinhardt jack and alt skull we are talking about black goo 
Uh, first episode in October, Black Goo. Uh, pretty spooky stuff. It is sentient, mineral, uh, liquid, sometimes solid, um, sometimes sometimes sticky, sometimes viscous, sometimes not. I don't know. It's pretty pretty it's abiotic. Cr- yeah, abiotic. Yes, absolutely abiotic. Um, there are much some like the oil you put in your car, right? Much exactly, much like the oil that you put in the car into the oil, um, in where you put you know the little spot where you put the. I forgot the name of this place. I was trying to get to the battery so we can talk about throwing them in the ocean. I was trying to see you to throw your car <laughs> battery in the ocean. Damn it. Is that the new lone scum? Like every episode we have to talk about car batteries. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But and and black goo also isn't street slang for cough syrup that has codeine in it. Right, right. But there are some people that say that the black goo That's- is not, you know, abiotic created from the earth, that it is alien. So um do we want to discuss that at all? Like the difference between the uh, natural earthbound black goo and the allegedly alien invasive species of black goo? Well, is that, I mean, I don't know what the difference is between the alien and the apparently the whatever was found here. I do think that there are two distinctions between black goo as a meme as what it's projected as being some sentient thing. And then there's the idea of programmable matter. I don't know if you yeah. guys wanted to get into that. Well, I want, well, we, we can get into that for sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we got an hour. Right. We got an hour. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, there's a lot to the black goose stuff. Still. Get into some of it. <laughs> um, but the programmable, the programmable matter, you know, the, it, the black goo can be, considered programmable matter um and well this black goose stuff is being found all over the place in um graphene right and graphene's in like everything now yeah my personal research it it just seems like i don't know yet it seems like there's so much new information coming out and we don't quite know what they're putting in the vaccines we do have a good idea that there's something to do with this graphene, with the nanotechnology, with the pube worms, with the morgellon fibers. Seems like something that they've been spraying in the chemtrails has to do with this. Sometimes it's black. Sometimes there's red and blue fibers. But all of it seems to be connected. And there are very strong connections the deeper you look into it. But one of the things that we've been seeing that's happening in the laboratories when they're messing with the graphene is that it is... Pro, it's programmable in itself, but it also seems to have a mind of its own. And when you put it with itself and then you expose it to certain things such as heat with the, the uh, Morgellons or electromagnetism with the black goo itself or the graphene with the electromagnetism, that it combines uh, on its own. It forms these tendrils and it sort of um, coalesces and comes together. And a lot of the stuff that we've been looking at with the with the the graphene and the structure of it seems to mirror whatever this black goose stuff is it seems to have similar properties Mm -hmm. it seems to act in a a similar manner 
and because we keep seeing so much of it memed and it seems to be like they want to get this stuff inside of us they're showing the black goo in popular culture as inside of the body and then sort of taking over the body and creating this um this being that's connected through the hive mind i i think that's personal conjecture of mine and then the same parallels that we're seeing with the vaccines, and they're trying to get all of this stuff into us. I've been making comparisons with um, the antenna, the human antenna. I've been saying that for uh, quite a few months now since I've seen this stuff coming out, and how there's there what it seems to be happening with the graphene is that they get it inside of you, and then it. What was the word I was saying? It coalesces. It it uh, forms an antenna network. It forms a network. Uh, the tendrils seem nowhere to go. And this, I think, is going to be a neural overlay. And at first I was saying, oh, yeah, well, it's just going to be a human antenna that they're going to be able to communicate with. But if the thing is sentient as well and it has some sort of um, hive mind mentality, then maybe it just completely is what the Venom character, the symbiote, was supposed to be where it literally takes over your consciousness. It takes over your soul for the lack of a better uh, term or description. And uh, it really seems like those two memes are coming together in my opinion. Yeah, they definitely, they definitely are. I mean, um, <clears throat> and the graphene itself, it mimics um, like a mycelium fiber, like a, a mycelium fungus. So like a, a sing- like single strand funguses. That actually now there are funguses that are sentient and are like fibrous, the single fiber ones, like the uh, the zombie, the zombie fungus, the ant zombie fungus that gets in the brains of the, the one species that gets in the yep. brains of the ants and causes it to, I guess, to bring well, the ant back to the colony where the, the rest of the fungus can eat it. I think it, it crawls upward and then it explodes out of its head and, and mm-hmm. it allows it to replicate itself or something like that. Yeah, it forms the fruiting body, which is the same thing that these Morgellons right. things do. And they use the it, red light and blue. Like we were talking about, um, you, you said, you know, sometimes red, sometimes blue. They use the red light and blue light. Um, they create their own light, like the little photons. Um Little, they're little. I guess they said there were stem cells. There was red ones and blue ones, and the Morgellons can be gonna, red or blue. And here we go, red team, blue team with Morgellons. Even I'm going to try to pronounce this zombie ant fungus. Mm. Ophiocordyceps unilateralis. That's what that's the good. sure. That's put what in the, the chat. Latin I think it's Ophiocordyceps. Is. Yeah, but yeah, you're close. An insect pathogenic fungus mm-hmm. but what it also does is it causes the uh another one does it in flies and what it does is it causes the um the eyes the cells of the eyes to start glowing like bioluminescently glowing and it attracts more flies to the one that's infected so that it, it, it can infect more flies so this is how this is how these um fungal parasites act which are single you know single strand similarly built to these um to these graphene fibers which are uh the black basically what the the makeup of the black goo so that's neat and apparently we all have all of these nano fibers in us because um i guess 
every now and then they just swarm the entire earth with these nanoparticles. They did it on 9/11. I think that they said that was one of the one of the um one of the kickoffs for this program was uh the dust on 9/11 was completely infested with nanoparticulate matter that they can control. This dust can be controlled. Now this nano dust, this is this is simple this is part of the black goo technology. Now this nano dust can be controlled via uh scalar technology. Which is another technology that not a lot of people even know what it is. Which has to do with frequencies and light transmission, right? Am I right with that? Which appears to be associated with harp weather manipulation yeah. as well. And I mean everything connected. Yes, weirdly enough, connects with the high altitude amplified frequency, whatever. Yeah, I can't remember what HARP stands for right now. But yes, all of this stuff. And scalar weapons are, are a new big thing that nobody really talks about, but are very scary things, actually, if you really do research on them. And all this nanoparticulate matter that literally everybody on Earth is infected with, from the queen all the way down to, you know, you and I. But 99% of us don't react to any of it. But the 1% that do, they get like the Morgellons and, you know. And I guess if they put certain things in the air, certain frequencies out there, it'll react. So. Right. So yeah, it's not, it's not just chemtrails and it's not just frequencies. It's all working together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you guys aren't aware of what Johnny's talking about, about the Morgellons, working their way out. Um, there seems to be a certain percentage of the population whose bodies reject these fibers. And trust me, you have them in you. Like if you're not getting chemtrailed, they're in the chemtrails. If not, they're in your water supply, they're in your food that you're eating. And the more processed food and the more that you consume things that are from the system, the more probably higher concentration that you're going to have of this stuff in you. And then if you're in a bigger city, especially where uh, the skies are just chemtrailed all day and you're just getting, you're just sucking this stuff in all day, it's pretty well saturated in your body. And some people, their bodies don't like this stuff and the body decides to reject it. And what that, uh, your, your organs, you know, can't handle it. And so they're pushing it out. And when you expel something from your body, there's a number of different ways you're going to expel it. You can sweat to excrete it. You can get have you know, your tears, your tear ducts, mucous membranes. You can cough. You can vomit. You can shit it out. You can pee it out. But it seems like one of the uh, unfortunate ways that these things are expelled by people's bodies are through their skin. Your skin is your biggest organ in your body. And it's like, no, I don't want this shit in me. Get the fuck out. And what it does is it'll create these sores. And there's sores on certain people that won't go away for years. There's uh, saw a heartbreaking one of a little kid who had a mouth sore and they did, they tested, they saw like they did a, what do they call bio, bio, whatever they call biopsy well, biopsies, of yeah. what was coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Biopsy. And they were um, finding particles, particulate matter, fibrous matter that was coming out that was not biological. And uh, it's these Morgellon fibers, which mm-hmm. are, in my opinion, constructed of the exact same substance that the graphene, the black goo, all these things, I think, are all the same matter that, interestingly enough, has a hexagonal pattern like we've talked about so many times on this show, the six-sided 666 carbon mm-hmm. pattern um, that's very strong also, and w- which would be one of the reasons that the bodies 
rejecting it so um, roundly is because it's it's a very powerful thing that it can't just break down and get rid of. So it has to get rid of in whatever way that it can. And uh, yeah, they're really disturbing if you look at some of these Morgellon videos and people pulling things out of themselves and examining them under microscopes and stuff. We're going to talk about that one way more in depth in a, a future episode. Yeah, dude, the Morgellons are really freaky. And um, most times they're diagnosed as a psychotropic, you know, uh, just a just a psychosis. You know, you're, you're imagining this. You're imagining these things. Yeah. yeah. What do they call it? Psychosomatic. Uh, yeah. Um, basically, it was a very fancy scientific word for you're picking at your skin because you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Never mind. Uh, never mind the actual fibers being pulled out right. and stuff, and uh, never, never mind the microscopic evidence showing uh, showing them moving away from from tweezers under a microscope. In, right. Never in mind all that. Skin. Never mind all that. It's just you're just I, that crazy guy from the Hellraiser movie. Don't give you a razor. And blade. I think the term you're looking for is delusional para, uh, parasitosis. And they treat yeah. with uh, psychopharmaca. Oh, yeah, that'll, that'll work out. Psychopharmacia, well, because of course they do. Yeah, because, you know, nothing nothing can come from that. You know, while you already have the Morgellons inside of you, here, take this psychosis medicine. Yes. I think, I think one of the most... I think one of the most disturbing chemtrail videos I saw recently was a guy was outside at night and he was showing these long strands of fibers that were uh, that the wind was blowing into the trees mm-hmm. and stuff, and it was just it was just everywhere. And the stuff was uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't just spiders migrating, or you know it was it it was it was really bizarre. Fibers. Yeah, and, I remember that video. It's really it was really spooky. And he's like, "There's no there's no." plants around here there's there's no reason for this stuff to be here but he said during the day that that there were just trails crisscrossing back and forth all day i i i had a situation the other day where i saw a shitload of crisscrossing trails in the morning and i stepped out about uh 15 till noon and those same trails were still in the sky in the same pattern I saw them before, except they they did this weird dissipation to where it became just sort of like a blanket of haze. Yeah, it just kind of floats out in the you know along the edges of the lines until they kind of connect in sort of a haze. Yeah, it's great. That's not how contrails work. No, no, contrails just they you know they just disappear because it's vapor and it just. You know, dissipates. It just goes away. It's vapor. Vapor just dissipates. That's not vapor. This is stuff. Um, and some of the things that are in this graphene and this black goo that they're spraying in the skies. Now they are doing this stuff. They are spraying this stuff in the chemtrails. They're finding out that they are spraying this stuff, the graphene, uh, and how sometimes they're how they're spraying it is they are putting it directly into some of the fuel mixes so it'll be like an aluminum because they um some of these these jets burn aluminum for fuel i guess so they'll use an, some sort of an aluminum oxide that burns at the same temperature as the fuel and it's just a fuel additive so there you go so i guess some some of these this 
chemtrails are just exhaust. Some of that is actually kind of true because of some of the additives that are purposefully put into the fuel that don't necessarily burn off, but will react at a certain temperature and be put off in the exhaust. So they're actually using the exhaust as a spraying mechanism. And they also have you know yeah, tanks uh, on board these ships, right? Um, and there's also a wall. Yes, I'm not saying that that there's. I, w- I was just you know the fuel tank method as well. But yes, there's also large tanks oh, right. inside the airplanes. But like, like I said, in in the fuel tanks themselves, there are. I mean, this is this is known. I mean, this, these are scientific papers. You could read yourself. This is all Department of Geoengineering. I mean, like people people that deny chemtrails in general are, in my opinion, just stupid. I'm sorry, you're just stupid. There is a Department of Geoengineering. I don't know what to tell you. Like, like there's a Department of Energy that handles all the energy needs. You know, the DOE that takes care of all the dams, you know, like all the hydroelectric and stuff. You know, and all the 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 nuclear power and all that stuff. Yeah, there's there's the Department of Geoengineering that has government employees. They're all about spraying the sky. Geoengineering. I don't know what else to tell you, people. There's a literal department. It's not fake. Okay. Yeah. Reinhardt started to mention it earlier, but uh, regarding, of course, you know, putting as exhaust from the fuel tanks, they always get their extra bonuses for every single new piece of technology that they put out. So, of course, they would do that as well. But there's also just the straight up tanks that they put. And I don't know if anybody's really looked into chemtrails. So you've seen some of the pictures of like world leaders walking through this giant airplane. It's just filled with these tanks. There's no seats at all yeah. in it. And you can just tell it's like, well, what, what the fuck else would that be for? But for anybody who still has a few doubts at this point, I doubt anybody listening to this show will, but if you need to talk to your friends or whatever, um, Reinhardt and I have a close friend and he recently was in a small jet and in that jet, he sent us the actual photo. We're not allowed to send it because of the people in the photo. Obviously it's sensitive information, but there's one of these tanks sitting right in the jet that he's in. His is just a small one. And it's a big old, old fat tank, just like you've seen in the larger ones. And he asked the guy, who's a, a high-up person, we'll just say, what that tank was for. And he's like, oh, we spray stuff with it. And it's like, oh, you spray stuff with that tank, do you? Is that what, what you stuff? do with that tank? You spray stuff? stuff. So, I mean, this is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, there's, there's, <laughs> no, there's no denying it at this point, like, there's enough photographic evidence of actual large aircraft that have, you know, large tanks inside of them with large spraying mechanisms attached to the wings. I don't know what to tell you people anymore. They actually spray shit in the sky. Okay. Okay. Those aren't clouds. Anyways, enough of that. Do you remember that uh, one orb song from the 90s, Little Puffy Clouds? I actually miss actual little puffy clouds i don't see them yeah, anymore texas used to have texas used to have the most beautiful sky with the puff puffy clouds and stuff i haven't seen it recently yeah but there used to be a lot that of- was one of the things i was like yeah you'd go out and the sky is huge in texas i mean it's just the biggest sky you'll see anywhere in the world because there's no mountains it's just flat everywhere and uh huh, flat and the, the clouds were just the cumulus clouds, the big old puffy right. giant cotton right. ball looking clouds. Were yep. Amazing. We, we only get them occasionally uh, if there's a big storm brewing and whatnot. But right. now the it's like constant spraying, the constant spraying over this part of the continent wide strip mall is insane. Now the clouds are like, oh, look, it's a line. Oh, check it out. It's a pencil. Look, it's another line. It's another line. Oh, it's a snake. Yeah. It's a snake. 
That one's a line. It's a pentagram. Yeah. Hey, it's a rail of ketamine. Yeah. Right. Stop it. Yeah. Hey, it's a pube worm. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're we're digressing. There's more to the black goo. Well, there's more to the black goo in the chemtrails. So, the German, um, the German scientist there, he was talking about the research he was doing on raindrops in Germany. And uh, that Harold Krautsvela guy had taken dried raindrops and looked at them under the microscope. And he found, basically, the pubeworms, the graphene, the morgellons, in the rain, just coming down from the sky on just your average Thursday in Germany. In the rain. In the rain. And it was on a tomato. Which people who live off the grid are still collecting rainwater right to consume right 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 you're off the grid but there's still raining on your stuff there's still your organic plants are still getting rained on by that rain acid rain you know you know remember remember acid rain or acid rain was going to kill us all remember that in the 80s the acid I rain remember. was the fallout from all the nuclear stuff right it was part of the acid rain wasn't it something like that um I forgot what I was going to say now. That's interesting that you should say that because there's a movie that came out that was a propaganda piece in World War II that was for the Japanese, mm. especially tailored for the Japanese to increase the tr- uh, the trauma-based mind control that was the nuclear scam. And it was called Black Rain, actually. Oh. And it showed a black goo-type substance falling from the sky. And, of course, it was killing everyone and giving them all cancer. And that was supposed to be from the fallout. Well, Wait, go. I thought Black Rain was that Michael Douglas movie where he like gets in a fight with the Yakuza. Yes, but also is, is that I was waiting for a meme. Yeah. Okay. Yes, but also no. I, I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> no, Black Rain was no. I was that. That was a Michael. Yeah, I remember that movie. Actually, it wasn't that bad. Other than the weird. Never mind. Yeah, there's one weird scene, but wasn't Wesley Snipes in that? No. Wasn't it? Yeah, Wesley Snipes was in that. That was Jack, the whole point of the word black. See who is in black that was Rain the whole point of the word black. Is that the movie where he said, always bet on black? Maybe. That might be actually the th- movie where he said, always bet on black. I think, I think we're, we're, yeah, I think we're getting there. I think that's it. Um, uh, Wesley Snipes, I don't see him. No? Is he smiling? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Clearly not if you can't find him. <laughs> he might got his tax return in, so he's not smiling. Ah. Yeah. Oof. That one's been that one's been taxed. Not comped. Um, but anyways, so Harold Vela was doing these experiments with the tomatoes, and he was finding the graphene fibers, and they were doing the bit where they were responding to heat like to his finger now he doesn't know if they're actually responding to the heat or if they somehow just sense infrared or if they actually you know like actually feel the heat but you know if me- snipes was not in it okay. it was andy garcia was passenger Sorry. passenger 57 was always been always on black. been on black but what was the one where wesley to- snipes ah. went to, to it wasn't it wesley snipes and sean connery it was like a china like a kung fu ninja movie or something 
I didn't know Ridley Scott directed this movie. Wow. What the fuck? Wow. Uh, Johnny, are you talking about Shanghai Noon? What? No. (laughs) I loved Shanghai Noon. (laughs) No, Shanghai Noon. (laughs) No. (laughs) Sorry, that's Passenger 57. Passenger 57 was always bet on black. Right. Okay. We we did that already, though. Yeah. No, I'm I'm still trying to remember what was the one where like it was like Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes and like one of them somehow like there was a sword involved. I swear. Uh, <laughs> dude, he that, dude uh, Wesley Snipes was not in the Highlander. No, I know. I know. That's what I was gonna say. It's not the Highlander. Not Rising the Highlander. Sun. Done. There it is. Oh, there is one. Yep, uh, Sean Connery, Wesley Snipes, and Harvey Keitel. Wow. What movie is it? Rising Sun. Rising Sun. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Okay, Rising Sun. I knew it was a. See, I was right. And I didn't even have to do the molestation of some lady treatment to it. <laughs> I don't even know what you would do with this one. Written by my Wesley Crichton. Snipes kills people with a ninja sword. I don't know. It's pretty much the plot of the movie. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, somehow Sean Connery is like somehow Sean Connery is 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 like a uh, is like you know a samurai or something for some reason. There's like one Japanese person in the entire cast, right? Literally, right? And he's and he's got a he's got a westernized first name too. Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa. Yeah. Uh, there's one more, Mako. That's it, though. Tia Carrera's in it, though. Tia, yeah, Tia Carrera looks like now looks like a fat dude. Dude, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, yeah, does actually. More gallons will get you. Us. I mean, you know, we don't we don't do this stuff for no reason. We've ruined we've ruined yet That's another. We've ruined yet another person's um, family movie night, guys. Oh, did we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they donate to the show afterwards? No, no, but we will. We will be oh. expecting it. Well, you know, he knows who he is. He knows who he is. It's a good he way. Is. It's a good way of thanking us. That's right. Bye, Him bye, and his, you know, he, buy, go to dissidentapparel.com and buy some Paranormies t-shirts. Oh yeah. You know, after you realize that. You know, all Hollywood is horrible and mostly trans. Yep. Um so black goo. So black goo. Yeah, speaking of wait a second, speaking of dissident apparel, got an email from the guy from the t-shirt shop. The Dogbots designs are prototyped. Says the new one is clean, all capital letters. It will look great both on black, on white, and inverted. So that's going to be on both. Sweet. White on black and black on white. Can't the tinfoil shirt has been prototyped on white, and it comes out extremely clean. So there we go. So those are coming up. I'm I'm super excited about both. Yes. Please, everybody, wait. go by when this comes out. We will we will shill the crap out of it because that's what we do. Because we're because you know. Because we're just humble T-shirt salesmen. 
So Alex Jones got his turn, right? So say it again, because I don't get any profit whatsoever from the t-shirts. I love the t-shirts. Wear them all the time. The fit is perfect. The material's excellent. Oftentimes, when you buy a t-shirt from one of these, um, you know, the, the places that make the ready-made t-shirts that people will submit their artwork to, it'll be very low quality uh, fabric or the fit will suck or something. Absolutely not. I would totally buy these at any like major retail store and they they're fit awesome. I would just suggest one size smaller than what your normal size is because uh, if you like a tight fit like I do. All right. That's check them out. Said. Yeah. Check them out at <laughs> distantapparel.com slash allies slash paranormies. All right. Enough shilling of the shirts for now. Let's get back to the black goo. Um, so the Morgellons in the graphene in the rain. So you can't get away from it. Even if you get off grid, they're going to rain on your your own little organic garden that you've got way out in the middle of nowhere. Right. There, there, uh, there was a park ranger who went on record recently saying that there should be absolutely zero flights flying over. Uh, well, not absolutely zero, but typically over the course of a week, because of the remoteness of his section of the park, that there would only be about five or six flights overhead at all, right? And yet the crisscrossing of the the, the trails, the chemtrails, continue uh, unabated and have been for the last year. Wow. And, he, and there was somebody in the... And it's not increased. It's not increased uh, consumer air travel. Yeah, and there was somebody in the channel, uh, in the chat rather, recently, who was like, "Well, wouldn't there be people who would come forward who would talk about it? Like, you have to be pilots for these things." But I mean, does there really do there have right. to be pilots? Does there have I mean, to we be have drones? Well, even even so, like, do pilot do they have to come forward? Really, do they have? Yeah, to? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Right. Does the pilot does the pilot get down on the tarmac and fill up the gas? Right. Well, I, I mean, doesn't I mean doesn't the pilot of most of these, you know, these jet aircraft uh, drink all day in the freaking airport bar, <laughs> and, get, <laughs> and then get on board, push a few buttons, and then sit back and uh, and shoot the shit with the people in the cockpit. Well, that's why the that's why the chemtrails are all over the place. It's actually supposed to be kind of like a uh, like when you're mowing your lawn. You just go neat rows up and down, up and down. When you see him crisscrossed, you know that guy's just been on, you know, a few day binge. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do we do about that? So there we have the Morgellons are everywhere. They're in the water. They're in your food. They're in the sky. <laughs> they're in the vaccine. Um, and they're all going to come together. Like in that was that movie Lucy, right? That's what like it all came together, and she became the singularity. <laughs> this was yeah, happen. and kind of circling back to uh, what Skull had talked about in the uh, towards the beginning of the show about uh you know Prometheus and kind of the end game. I think that it melds very nicely with the transhumanist agenda that they have. Um, maybe not creating something entirely new at first but definitely creating something hybrid, something that isn't fully human, uh, depending on you know, what, they, what they end up doing now that they have it in our bodies. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and then you're going to couple it with the 5G technology. Yeah, we could see transhumanism as not not really putting prosthetics on people, not just um, not just putting chips in their brain, but the the chip is already in your brain. Mm-hmm. This is all like bio. This is all um, biotechnology. It's all living things that'll be grafted into you that are grafted into you. Yeah, and as I mentioned earlier. If you look at the videos with the ferrofluid and you hold <clears throat> electromagnets or batteries or different sorts of those kinds of things next to it, it'll create this reaction in the ferrofluid. So it sort of activates it. And so what I've been thinking about this whole time we've been researching this is, yeah, it's in the water, it's in your food, it's in the air, they're spraying it all over the place, it's on the surfaces, you're inhaling it. So you're getting these morgellons, you're getting whatever this initial graphene substance is into your body. So if so, and if they can just make people ingest it in all these different ways, and they're trying to get what I assume is a critical mass in the a critical mass of the substance in the bodies of a critical mass of people is what it seems like, then why are they pushing so hard for the vaccine? Like, okay, well, that's just more graphene, right? Mm-hmm. I personally don't think it's just more graphene. I do know that there were some studies where they, I, there was the one study where they checked and they said that 99% of the vaccine was graphene. And again, like there's so much fog of war going on. You don't really know how much of this stuff we see is put out there on purpose. It's put out there to muddy the water. It's put out there because they're um, doing the predictive programming bit where they're putting out some truth uh, like they did with the Pizzagate stuff. They, you know, they let you know a lot of true things. And they put a bunch of other crazy shit like the Bajit guy sticking a light bulb onto his arm. Yeah, but, those are... I Those are great. Well, speaking of facts. speaking of fake videos, the uh, Chinese the Chinese COVID videos are back. Oh yeah, those are back. Yeah. The new round of those. Mm. Oh god, I, they're I, really I, bad. The 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 one of the kid being restrained that's just freaking out by two adults while they force a test up this thing's nose is just absolutely hard to watch. <laughs> I can't it's like, watch what, the ones. What, it's like, what the F is, is going on here? Uh, then they, there's another one. This one was even better. Uh, there's an old lady waiting for her husband to come home, and they're wiring her door shut from the outside. They're <laughs> yes, they're doing the, they're welding people back into their apartments. Yeah, just like they did in January and February, right? Right. Right. When oh, we were calling it bullshit, well, it's like we, that's like, well, you know, because, you know, we're the guys, we're the guys that called it bullshit from the beginning, but we call everything bullshit. And if you call literally everything fake, eventually you're going to get one right. See, that's yeah. Like, well, we also called vaccine passports not fake, and we got that one right, didn't bro, we? We called no one else. Every- Everyone else was saying, oh, what are you talking about, bro? Oh, it's just going to go away because it's not popular with the public. The lockdowns are not popular, so they're going to go away. Uh Here we are a year and nine months later almost. Mm -hmm. Week 89 into two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. It never gets tiring being right. No, it, it doesn't get tiring being right. It gets tiring listening to people pretend that they weren't wrong. Right. There is that. Yeah. That's the tiring part. All right, back to black goo. There's a lot more to this. There's a lot of tie-ins to a lot of other subjects. Um, the graphene fibers connecting with, you know, themselves 
inside your body creating things using light energy to create things like insects like we did not get into that um but what was that that, that was straight out of that nasa paper that the uh that that harold vela guy was talking about the nasa paper where um which talked about nano agriculture and um what were the kind of insects he called it oh man it was something. Oh man, there's so many pages in this thing. But anyways, yeah, the, the NASA page, the NASA paper that talks about apparently legal technologies. Apparently legal. <laughs> Here, here's something. Uh, farm animals. Okay, so bio-revolution applications. This, this is part of what he's talking about. Here we go. Uh, farm animals, and farm is spelled P-H, as in pharmaceutical animals, drugs, mm-hmm. spare parts. So, right. like, creating animals that uh, in a lab that you use for parts, like clones and stuff. Fast-growing plants on or near sea surface and seawater-irrigated plants for biomass energy closed CO2 cycle. Um, next one. Polymer-growing plants. And then here's here's a really interesting one. Spider genes in goats allow spider silk spinning from goat milk for bio-steel. Oh, sounds wonderful. 3.5 times strength of aramid fibers for armor. So, like, making a... So, taking a goat, splicing spider genes into it, and then using the goat's milk as some sort of fibrous silk to create uh, armor for, a, like, a body armor that's 3.5 times the strength of something else that's really really weird goat's milk armor yeah right uh binary bioweaponry is another one uh how do i move on i found the one i was looking for what page of that are you on i found the one i was looking for 35 36 yeah is where i'm at now what i was looking for was from the sensor swarms list you have smart dust nanotags and co-opted insects Ah, co-opted. So, in- I see it. I see it. Yeah, yeah co-opted the, insects. The co-opted insects are these pieces of insects that people are finding underneath their skin for no reason that are just sort of materializing. And if you look at the pictures of them, like uh, I've seen pictures of like a leg that they pulled out, mm-hmm. and you know how you when you use a microscope or something and you really zoom in on a bug's leg. It has all these little horns and hairs and right, right. Uh, pores and all that, like all that's there. Right. You wouldn't be able yep. to distinguish this from another insect and somebody pulled it out of their fucking skin. There's also been instances of people pulled out actual insects that are alive. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. None of this stuff is like documented. And here's the thing documented on the film nowadays is like, okay, whatever. I mean, with deep face, yeah, it doesn't CGI, mean anything. doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Because don't forget, the day that photography was invented was the same day that Photoshop was invented. Apparently. That's how it goes. But, so all this stuff all goes together, man, and there's so much to um, the the graphene and the nanotechnology and these micro swarms of these nanobot technologies that are smart yeah, the smart dust that we've seen, mm. we've seen work again on video, which you know doesn't mean doesn't mean much. Could have been deep faked, um, right? But 
what is the movie that they use the clip of in the compilations of talking about this stuff where it has the guy that actually played Dexter? I know we brought him up earlier, but he's talking to, I think, like Gerard Butler or something, and he's on, he's on a basketball court, and he's like blowing... He's like blowing dust in his face and he's telling him it's nanoparticles and it can do this, that, and the other and it can interface with the internet and, and control people's consumer habits. I don't have any idea. I, don't, I, don't, but, I know exactly. I've seen it a billion times. I don't know what the movie I've is. I've seen that yeah. clip a billion times. Oh, it's I have a movie. no idea okay. what movie it's from. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, but that uh, earlier... Skull, you had mentioned Shaking My Head Productions. I think they completely scrubbed that from YouTube. And, I, yeah, I, and it's really crazy. And it's really sad because uh, there were a lot of uh, whoever that guy was. If it was one, if he says one guy, he his ability to be able to mine uh, TV shows and cartoons and movies uh, for all stuff that's related to one another in his videos was pretty legendary. Dude, what are you talking Mind about? He just posted a video eleven hours ago. No, oh, he's dude, still there, dude. but a bunch of his stuff got taken down. So from 11 hours ago, and then you scroll all the way back, and it keeps going and going and going and going. It's from two months. Uh, well, it's like, wow. that, it goes, it's like that I Mobius tried to find TV it. channel. Okay. With all so it goes back. Videos. It only goes back as far as his videos only go as far back as April. So five months. So anything before yeah, April. I think that's a, okay. Because I think that's a new channel. I think one of his channels got taken out. Okay. Okay. Is he what? How many um, how many subs does that channel have? Fifteen thousand. See, okay, he had well over a hundred thousand, okay. like a hundred and fifty thousand or something like that, and they took out that channel. That's why all his stuff is gone. Okay, yeah, so, so yeah. he gimped his channel. Yeah, his last yeah. his last two videos. One is about James Bond and the Freemasonry connection, and the one before that was I Pet Goat Two. Yeah. yeah, that sucks because his videos were amazing, and like Dogbot says. I have no idea how that guy finds all the stuff and puts it all together the way he does. And then it's really well edited autism. as well. And he has like music over it. It's it, they're so good. It's because yeah, of that autism. guy had that guy had one video about uh, the mark of the beast and in it, he had some kind of obscure. It looked like nineties cartoon that was for some kind of toy. And it was talking about like, it was completely it was completely showing people having to get a special microchip in order to shop and do things in the city and the, and it's, it was like a future city and it was drawn really poorly. It it was almost had the same kind of animation styles like captain planet or something. Hmm. But I I was like, where, where the hell did he find this? You know, uh, how do you, how, you know, where do you go to find cartoons that bad and old? Uh, Chans. Yeah, definitely. The Deep Chans. Web. And yeah, you'd be surprised. Some people on those forums, they can find just about anything. And if you're looking for something, you know, specific, uh, different topics, then you know, people can provide anything. So it is incredible. He does as much work as as he does. Yeah, definitely. It's a shame that it's only got five months of videos up there now. Yeah, it's kind of like what happened with all those Tony Patch videos. Oh man, that made me mad. I was in the middle of I was in the middle of a very very good one. It was the Mandela effect one. And <sighs> yeah, I was mad about that. Um, you know what though? 
that does suck, but I had something I was going to say, and I forgot what I was going to say. Faceless propagandist, too. Couldn't find any of those mm. videos. I was He's trying. gone. I know he, he quit on his own. He had some sort of nervous breakdown or something. Really yeah, sucks. I heard, I, like, I heard that. I really liked yeah. his videos. Yeah. Quit he of deleted his, own, his own channel, unfortunately. Didn't even didn't even pass it on to somebody to curate, you know. No. I know. Yeah. It's really disappointing. I got some of his best ones that are saved on on mine and our channel at least. So the the uh you touched the sun jack about Jack Parsons and about him mm -hmm. his experience with remote viewing and how evil it is and how it, it opened up a portal for basically demons in him and then the Nasara Gasara Trump video I saved that one at least. So Right on. That one was really good. Can you yeah. can you post those or find them at some point later? Oh yeah, I, I can. Anytime anybody wants them, up, they're right there. I've, I mean, they're on conspiracy. I should probably just reshare as ours because they're just reshare them. Just yeah, just reshare yeah. them so that way you can check them out. I'll throw them in my saved. Okay, I'll I don't do think I, I think I've time. seen the Nisara Gasara one. I might have. I've seen a lot of those now recently. I think I did too. It's, it's excellent. He, he did. He really did a deep dive on it. I had no idea about any of that stuff, and now I'm seeing it all over the place. Which oh is really yeah, interesting. definitely, definitely. There's there's so many agendas are coming to, um, you know, fruition, and you know, different talking points are coming together, and there's convergences convergences of narratives. Um, the one I saw the other day, the picture was like the one world religion picture was like all the religious leaders of the world were all in like Switzerland for some reason. Isn't it weird that they're always in Switzerland? Switzerland. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was like I the Pope and like it. the head of the Muslims and the head of like the Hindu church and like the, the head, the head of the this art. sect of this, this sect of basket and rock, you know, we call it, you know how we have so many different, versions of of christianity in the united states it's like united states like baskin robbins churchianity there are artificial ley lines filled with black goo that are running underneath cern in switzerland right now oh yeah absolutely that was the one thing um the guy in that one video and we'll talk about this eventually when we talk about programmable matter Pro programmable matter is a real real thing like where they 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 are taking data in bringing data into the physical world so you can actually physically touch data and physically manipulate data with your hands like not like typing in a, on a computer but actually like move things with your do things that they only did on the holodeck in star trek and for uh, yeah, how about the bug nats free yeah. bug nats he's not talking about the android from that one show right right um we're talking about giving people magic abilities, right? But the, the guy, appearance. okay. So the guy, uh, I can't remember his name, but from that the video we were, we were talking about, Reinhardt, that had the the black goo with the biblical prophecies. The what was the guy's name? Gon Shimura. Gon Shimura, that one. Um, that the very beginning, the guy at the TED talk, and this guy's from MIT. No, uh, something like MIT. No, it wasn't MIT. I know. That's the one in Palo Alto, Stanford. He was working with, with, he was from like Cal Polytech and he went to Stanford, which is like, yeah, I went from one CIA school to the next CIA school. And the, behind him on the backdrop, it said CERN in very big letters. So this guy's working with CERN to make programmable matter, 
which is basically just data taken out of the ether made into manifest into 3D hard reality. Right. Pretty crazy. You don't need, pretty soon you won't need geopolymer to make buildings. Right. I mean, he's talking about, these guys are talking about like transferring stuff. So like how, you, you know, how fax machines are kind of irrelevant now because email have taken over. But like, imagine if you could 3D fax something basically is how this would work using uh, yeah. using black goo right right you have your vat of black goo at your house and somebody sends a signal and you get to 3d print whatever it is you want and you can have your own terminator 2 if you want it yep yep and this is not like you know, this is not the future. This this was twenty that that came out and like when did that Gans video come out? Uh that was a few years ago. Okay, so this is yeah, I thought it was Five I thought years. that was like twenty seventeen or so. Yeah. And so this is this is four or five years ago that this technology existed in like, you know, in, in Silicon Valley and at CERN. So imagine what they've done in four or five years with this tech that we know about. I mean, that we're allowed to know about. I can't imagine what they do behind the closed doors with the reality generation machine, like an event horizon with you the can big pull yourself up by your black goose straps. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> black goose straps. I like that. Um, but yeah, these guys are doing things with black goo using D-Wave quantum computers that do qubit, you know, uh, do qubit analyses, which are like a trillion to the trillionth power computations per second. And they're using sentient abiotic material from the earth to assist with this stuff, you know. And these things are alive, sort of. You know, and the only way that that can be explained that this abiotic... Uh, material could be alive as you know demons it's, pretty much pretty much basically i think it's something That's, demonic in nature yeah yeah my personal uh, opinion is that this is a new technology that they're trying to create and trying to bring into reality so that they demons that previously only were able to inhabit human hosts will be able to ha inhabit any host that they want because it doesn't need the the uh, human itself anymore but if the human's filled with this black goo stuff mm -hmm. then it can not only inhabit one but it can jump from person to person and do whatever it wants right control them just like hive mind requires just like the matrix just like agent smith yes. yeah like agent smith, exactly yeah. exactly everybody be jacked into the matrix just like agent smith and to be able to like oh here he is all of a sudden your mom is the cop right yeah. and we're already seeing it seeing it happen with the download and people just automatically you know, like people who were saying, oh, no, I don't think I'm going to get the vaccine. Oh, I got the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the, that's yeah. the shit that we're seeing. Weird, like dude. It's like invasion of the body snatchers type shit with some people. Yeah. Literally right. is. And if we think it's bad now, imagine how it's going to be after this stuff is completely saturated in people's bodies and completely overlaid over their neural system and their brain. Right, right. Man. I mean, just thinking, these people, you know, they're doing this, could easily extinct all of humanity. So this isn't about 
killing off everybody. None of this is about killing off everybody. This is all about getting absolute 100% complete control down to the quantum level of a human. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So the point Body, is that there is the people won't that where, doesn't mean the people won't die. Right. That oh, doesn't no, mean well, that there won't be a, a culling of sorts. Right. Well, um, I mean or will there, you know, in the days they will they will they will look for death and run from them. Well, there is that, sure. Um but there will be wars, people will fight. I mean, certainly oh, sure. the people who are sure. faithful who don't take all of this stuff, they will die. Yeah. Many of them. Um I but don't know. that they want control. Definitely want control. It's a very transparent. It's very transparent. I mean, just the other day, uh, the silver alert creature got his booster shot on the 666th day that the whole COVID thing started. Oh, yeah. I didn't even. You're right. The silver alert president said what it's going to take, even if it takes. Six hours, six days, or six weeks. Six hours, six <laughs> days, or six weeks. They just mm-hmm. they just broadcast it in the open, but we're supposed to believe that it's all a quinky dink. Yep, they just say these things. It's a coincidence. See, now what they're doing is they're just they're just saying it now just to just to rattle the cages of the conspirators. Yeah, yeah, because the leader of the free world has time to like troll the paranormies. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, the army's no, giving the, the army's job. giving presentations that oh yeah, you think it's the mark of the beast? Well, here are the seven tenets of Satanism. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no big, no big deal. Shut up, you Christian retard. Oh, hey, you know that that evil state Texas is banning abortions, but who would have thought that it's the Church of Satan standing up for killing baby rights and Jews. Right, the Jewish yeah. people who are in the, the, the wonderful Jewish people working with the Church of Satan. Who would have thunk it? Right. Who was found? Which was founded by a Jew? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, another George Soros type Jew. A Jew you're allowed to hate. Right. Every time this one boomer tard, the the, the boomer tard, young kid, the conservator young. He's a he, he. I worked with his kid. He was in the Marines for like 15 minutes. He made it through boot camp, and then he got discharged like three weeks after he got out of boot camp. So t- I guess technically he's a Marine, but um, he's the guy that thought we should go in and and turn Afghanistan into a glass parking lot after the Kabul airport thing. That's a uh, popular AM talk radio. Oh uh, well, he talking. buys he buys all the you know he buys all the conservator points right like 100 percent. he's the one that said that if uh that that if candace owens ran with donald trump it would it would be a landslide and it would completely end racism yeah i had a, I <laughs> no, had a he, boomer con he used uh, those uh, he used those words end racism i had a gun a gun bug man uh boomer con uh complaining about chuck schumer diane feinstein and max blumenthal and I was like, "What do you? What do they all have in common?" He's like, "They're all commies." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> and I was like, "He's like in that Bloomberg in his every town, blah 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 blah." I was like, "Okay, now what do they all have in common?" Go on. <laughs> Let it go on. 
What's the next step? I know, it's terrible, dude. It's like, just what is the... He, I, I asked him one time, I was like, have you ever noticed how many of your of the nation's representatives in both the Senate and Congress have dual citizenship? And he said, I didn't realize there were that many Mexican-Americans. Oh, no. Jesus. <laughs> he knows what you mean. No, that's him saying he knows what you mean. And he's refusing to acknowledge it. I... I I don't know. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Or he's I'm being pressing X, but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, he's like being like snarky, you know. Nah, he's probably being serious, honestly. I mean, that's what Trump ran on. Hey, it's okay to hate Mexicans if they're coming across the border, but Right. It's like dare. well, that's what I was I, I said somebody at work, they said something about the Afghanis and the goat fuckers. I'm like, Yeah, there you go with the authorized racism again. Yeah. I was like, what? I, I was saw like, the don't tread on me snake turned on its side and a 666 was made out of it. Oh, boy. Uh, is is that is that one of those? Uh, now, now, most of the founding libertarians and Austrian economics people and quote-unquote ANCAPs are all Jewish, of course, but is that one of those situations where I'm looking for 666 in everything? Uh, I'd have to see. I'd have to see what they what they drew. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, like like every like every hand gesture is a is an evil Freemasonic gesture, no matter what. It is. I do see a. I mean, if you look at the snake, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of right there. Why is it so twirly? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is fair. Is it in the chat? Well, put it in the chat. Word. Drop it in the chat the way it, it looks like that. So I, can look at it. I mean, there's definitely easier, uh, easier, easier ways, ways to draw, to draw a, a coil-up snake. Right, like, I mean, if he's can coiled, we usually all saying, "Why is it so twirly?" <laughs> oh yeah, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, huh. on one another, but they're up, so they kind of make little sixies. Yeah, that makes little that makes sixies. little sixties. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna mm. die. I'm gonna die. Mm. No step on Satan. No step on <laughs> Satan's neck. Man, I that I never noticed that. The three sixes in the Gadsden flag. Damn it. The libertarians are the real Satanists. <laughs> real satanism hasn't been tried well i i have said in the past that the uh the tenets of satanism and the and the satanic bible come off as like edgy libertarianism yes it really oh, does it really does army video that shared the tenets of satanism there was a the Church of Satan will actually them on their fucking Twitter page. They were like, actually, that's not the real tenets of Satanism. They literally did that bit. Nice. I hope they picked the fattest one to, to do that too. <laughs> mm. That's hilarious. That's right. What did they say? Their chief elements were surprise and fear and a fanatical devotion to the Pope? No. No. Oof. Nobody. Oof. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. No. 
<laughs> I mean, at this point, we all expect it. At this point, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, for totally the two of you out there that actually got that joke, uh, do we have a creepypasta for this? Jack had the night off the other night. Jack was moving all by himself. I feel bad for you, Jack, about that. How'd that go, by the way? Everything good? Uh, um, I mean, the final result was good. Right. The process was fucking terrible. All right. But you got all but your, I you got all your Funko Pops. You, you got all your Funko Pops and your other collections moved. Well, I am a bug gnat. Right. Right. Actually, no, that's a lie. I'm a, I'm a jug gnat. <laughs> He's a jug gnat. Whoop whoop. Got all those cases of Fago and that's makeup. Right. Yeah, my my move to the uh, local Fago factory went. Uh, I mean, that's why the end result was great. Was because now I'm at the Fago factory. So there we go. He's got his collector's edition 1940s Germany uh, Doctor Mangala operation game. <laughs> Do not tell me you have one of those. Really? Is it inner? Did you open it or is it like? Like original condition is is the board a pair of twins? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> is one of the operations removing a tattoo from the wrist? <laughs> one of the operations is um, dislodging diamonds from the colon. Of removing uh, tattooing, removing gold teeth. <laughs> yeah, taking out the gold teeth. <laughs> Putting the shoes in a pile. Oof. They tried. They tried to remove the face paint, but it just wouldn't take. That got dark. That yeah, that, was, that was a jug net joke. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that one kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's a juggalo operation. Oof. Yeah. Dislodge a bottle of Fago from some cavity. <laughs> All right. Oof. So back to the original question. Do we have a creepypasta for this week, guys? We will. All right. Yes. Cool. Creepypasta at the end of this. Skull, thanks for hanging out again, buddy. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's always a pleasure and an honor to be on here with y'all. You guys Tell are my favorite people in the world. So, right on, man. Love you, bro. And the best podcast. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Tell everybody where they can find you on Telegram. Yeah, my Telegram channel is at Alt Skull Mirror. That's mirror, mirror on the wall for the Mandela affected. And A L T S K U L L M I R O R O. That's basically the only place you can find me because my Twitter is a secret. <laughs> All right. And then everybody here has their own Telegram. Ours is at The Paranormies Present. We have at Nephilim Hour with Reinhardt and at. Chupacabra underscore kennel. Get inside the kennel. And uh, at Jack's internal shit posts. And also at, is it the no Necronomicon or just Necronomicon? I can never remember. Uh, I think it's just Necronomicon. And then also yeah. Ascending the Spectrum. Yes, and also Ascending the Spectrum, which will be hosted from now on on the Paranormies website where you can go and leave comments for free on now ascending the spectrum and also the paranormies episodes how about that let's fucking go that's right we're gonna start putting more 
we're going to be revamping the website. We're going to be putting more content on there. Um, we're going to be sharing Skull's voicemails on our website. Um, the Chupacabra rants we will be dropping on the site, along with other stuff. Right, guys? Am I missing anybody? Anybody want to add anything to that? Well, we have, uh, you know, we're going to be doing more around the campfire and more. We have a few, whatever we're going to end up calling the paranormal road trip stuff. Yeah, that's something exclusive to the exclusive to the website. Actually, we need a name for the travel log that we're going to be doing. If you, our listeners, could help us. By giving us a name for the show, leave it in the comment section somewhere. And the best one was on paranormies.com. On paranormies.com. Comments on the episodes. Right. Yes. Do that. Or leave it in the chat if you're in the chat on Telegram. Or on I the chat. I cannot wait or to both. see what kind of terrible, terrible things. Yeah, I don't want it to be like. Yeah, we've opened the floodgates now. We have, uh, we have, but like, don't do something stupid, like you know, like 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 podcast McPodcast face, you know. Come but, on, Johnny. Could have been better than that. No, an actual an actual boat ferry boat. I know. In Canada's name, Bodie McBoatface. Okay, because I people know. are I've dumb been on the internet a while too. Because people are dumb. I thought it was Schooly McSchoolface. Schooly McSchoolface. Well, it's probably both. Okay. Yeah. Knowing, knowing, have you been outside? Have you met people? No, I. Yeah. I don't like shit, and I don't go outside. I know. I don't like anything, and I don't go outside. And I live where I live because I don't like people. But yes, I have met people, and yes, I understand that that can happen. But no, we don't want. Don't don't do that to us, people, please. No. Take no. it seriously. Give us your worst. Uh, you know what? Like I. <laughs> I mean, yeah, th- yeah, Dogbot. Like thanks. I just, I literally is, just is said, don't do the thing, and Dogbot's like, no, go ahead. Yeah, do the so thing. it's like, just, just shoot us, shoot us whatever you want. In there, I, 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 I want to check on the the comment section of this episode, and I'm like, oh wow, 147 comments. <laughs> just for that, there will be ten. <laughs> and it's all like <sighs> terrible, terrible names. No, don't, don't send us terrible names. Send us cool names so that we have to actually contemplate and and consternate over these things so all right all right we're gonna get out of here we'll see you guys next week on the nationalist inquirer later time travel makes you gay we all have our own rooms the older brother's room is on the right side of the hallway and the younger brother's room is on the left side of the hallway i am in the room at the end of the hall each door makes a different sound when it opens You can hear it at night when mom checks to make sure everyone is in bed. First, she opens the older brother's door. It moans loudly. I hear her whisper to the brother, Good night, I love you, before quickly shutting the door again. Then she opens the younger brother's door. It creaks quite loudly. Good night, I love you. The door closes and she walks away. She always checks on the two brothers, but never me. She wishes them a good night, but never me. She tells them that she loves them, but never me. Because she doesn't know I'm here, hiding, waiting for the time to strike.